right, everybody, we're back for another episode. I said I wasn't going to do this, but, you know, we're here. There's a lot of news to break down today, so I want to welcome everybody back. I am your substitute teacher, backslash fill-in. I don't know I don't know exactly what we want to call this, but I'm going to try and do Roxy Stryer's Broadcasting Standards Justice once again today over here on my channel, Rob Fishbeck. Going to try, going to try, going to try. I want to thank everybody for joining me that is here now and anybody that will be coming in. We have a lot of news to break down. It has been a crazy fucking 24 hours. I will say that much right out of the gate. Welcome Glenn Caesar into the chat. Thank you for joining us. We've got a lot to talk about today. It's been a wild ride. Uh, our friend took a break as of two days ago. And I'm hoping she'll be back sooner than later because I, as much as I love trying to carry the torch for her, I'm not her. I'm not, you know, I haven't been in this racket for as long as she has. She's a fucking natural. And I like doing the time codes. I love doing my shows. I just, it's weird for me doing them at this time during the day, but such is life. And I don't want to leave anybody uh, hanging in this community because that's not what we're about. So if I can fill in as a substitute, when she's not around, I am more than happy to do that for multiple reasons. Um, it's just going to be me talking today with you all here in the chat. And I need to open my Streamlabs professional broadcasting, professional broadcasting, Bueller, Bueller. I want to welcome everybody that's here right now. Thank you. Thank you for joining us. Okay, let's get right into it. I'm going to talk about all the subjects we're going to break down today. And we will then go right into things. We're going to talk about the mass shootings up front because it is what it is. It is a terrible fucking thing. And we're going to talk about it. We're also going to be talking about uh, the third wave that is currently hitting Europe and what that means for America. Because though they are behind in vaccinations and we are a little bit ahead of them, usually the trends are they are after a few weeks of whatever they have going on, it ends up hitting here. So definitely want to address all of that. Also would like to talk about the Falcon and Winter Soldier tying into three MCU films based on an interview by the creator from Entertainment Weekly. Going to be talking about that as well. Also, Disneyland is reopening April 30th to limited capacity. Going to break that down. The Bachelor news for somebody that has never seen a single episode of The Bachelor. I did my due diligence and did the research. And once again, like I said, am going to try my damnedest to fill in and take care of the Bachelor talk. And also, there was a 50-foot whale spotted in the San Francisco Bay. I'm going to break that down for you, too. So stick around. Make sure you hit that like button. Really appreciate everybody being here. We've got a lot to talk about. So right out of the gate, yesterday, shortly after I did this show, I was sitting down to eat dinner and saw on the news that there was a mass shooting. Now, being somebody that's from Chicago, I'm used to hearing about mass shootings all the time. You know, by definition, you know, mass shootings, you know, more than one person. And there is things that go on in the city all the time here. So it is what it is. When COVID first broke about a year ago, one of the things that crossed my mind was, and I know this sounds, I know this sounds terrible, but I'm just going to say it. When COVID first hit about a year ago, one of the things that crossed my mind was, you know, there has been so many mass shootings in this country over the last five, seven years. It's really gotten out of hand. It's really gotten out of control. And 
one of the upsides to being a pan being in a pandemic and everybody being locked inside their homes is that there is a far likely chance of something like that happening, right? So for over the last year, despite all of the other terrible things that have gone down and all of the things that have happened, et cetera, et cetera, there have not really been mass shootings to this magnitude that have occurred, okay? But as we start to come out of this pandemic, I can't believe, you know, we're at 10% vaccinated in this country and this shit's already starting to happen again. So it's very bothersome to me for multiple reasons. Obviously, you know, I've stated on this show before, I'm not uh, anti-gun, but I'm also not some big, I don't have a sign in my yard that says I'm pro-gun. A lot of friend, very close friends of mine hunt and have, you know, weapons in their homes for, uh, you know, just in case something were to happen to protect themselves. They go to the shooting range for fun, just like I watch a movie for fun. None of them are violent people and would never do anything wrong. So I'll, I'm pretty much in the middle of the road when it comes to guns. I understand that we have a right to have them, right? For protection and for people that hunt, etc. And at the same time, I am well fucking aware that we need to do something about gun control in this country because it has completely gotten out of hand for many a years. And like I said, we're at 10% vaccinated in this country and we're already starting to see mass shootings happen again. So it's very worrisome to me. I'd like to start by reading a uh, comment, a tweet, a few tweets from our ex-president Barack Obama. He said, even as we've battled the pandemic, we've continued to neglect the longer lasting uh, epidemic of gun violence in America. Although the shooter's motive is not yet clear, the identity of the victims underscores an alarming rise in anti-Asian violence that must end. Yesterday's shootings are another tragic reminder that we have far more work to do to put in place common sense gun law safety laws and root out the pervasive patterns of hatred and violence in our society. Michelle and I pray for the victims, their families, everyone grieving these uh, needless and devastating killings. And we urge meaningful action that will save lives. Now, once again, they have been talking about trying to figure out what they're going to do about gun control in this country for a while. It's become a very hot button issue and a very partisan issue. The Republicans will do whatever that they can to keep them exactly the way that they are. And the Democrats are trying to do whatever that they can to put in stricter uh, restrictions, right? And the Republicans for years and years, trust me, I've heard it from tons of Republicans that I know. I've heard it for years. The, the liberals are trying to take our guns away. The liberals are trying to take your guns away. And it's like, nobody is trying to take your guns away. They just want stricter background checks and, and people that are mentally unstable to not have weapons. Because unfortunately, we live in a society, this is not the 1950s. The population is far fucking larger than it was 50, 60 years ago. The access to guns is far, far, far easier than it was 50, 60 years ago. And the amount of people out there that are doing these sorts of things. You know, I remember when Columbine first happened, I was in second, third grade and was just like in awe. I couldn't believe something like that had occurred. And now, you know, between what happened in Florida and what happened in Las Vegas and what happened in Charlottesville and all of these things, we've become so numb to what's going on and all of those things that it's almost become a part of our lives. And that's so unfortunate. And we have to do what we have to do to have this stop. It has to fucking stop. You know, I'm going to bring up Big Mo 
his uh, comment, he said, hashtag stop Asian hate, 110%. Absolutely. I put it out on my Twitter when I tweeted the show out. It, it's, it's fucking crazy. Bruce Banner says, seems like mass shootings are becoming American as apple pies. Hmm, shaking my head. It's crazy the amount of guns that are in this country. I know. And the reality of it is this. We know this. As soon as you make something illegal, now you've created something on the black market, right? You know, when marijuana was illegal in all states, it was a, it was a something it was on the streets, right? Uh, now that it's legal most in a lot more places, it's it's changed, right? You know, the, not everybody's selling pot like they used to. Same thing with liquor back in the day. I mean, I'm from Chicago. I, you know, I, I there's tours at well before COVID. There's tours that are given every day of all the the gangster hideouts for for bootleg liquor back in the 1920s during Prohibition. Okay. It's as soon as you make something illegal, then there is now a demand on the streets for it and in the black market. So going about all of this gun reform, I do not envy the people that are leading this and have to make all of these uh, you know, decisions, but it has to be done. We do not, we do not have a choice at this point. I've said it before. Unfortunately, we don't live in a society anymore where you can avoid talking about politics and avoid talking about all the things that are going on in the world, especially social issues. It is what it is. And we have to have the tough conversations. And what I try to do on my show, just like Roxy tries to do on her show is, you know, it, it is somewhat of a roller coaster. We're going to be talking about different subjects today. Some of them are a little bit lighter than others, but this is the lead story. And just like any other news program, this is the first story that we have to cover. So the fact that two Massage parlors in Atlanta and one in the suburbs of Atlanta were hit yesterday, eight dead, six of them being Asian women. And then I'm reading this morning, you know, I'm reading these reports. So, for example, this was said this morning, uh, police police arrested the 21-year-old Georgia man who they thought had taken responsibility for the shootings while denying that they were racially motivated, though many of the victims were women of Asian descent. Instead, officials told reporters that, I'm not even going to say his name, said he was a frequent visitor of massage parlors and intended to eliminate the temptation he thought they posed. But officials wouldn't say whether the parlors where the shootings occurred were places where sex took place. Here's the bottom line that I want to get at right out of the gate here. You know, I've been reading these reports on Twitter all morning that they're, they're not ruling out, you know, they're not ruling out that it was a hate crime. But they're also saying that this, this man was a sex addict and that's why he went after these massage parlors. Well, you know, I really don't care either way. The fact is there are eight people dead. Six of them are Asian women. And the violence against Asian Americans has really sprung up over the last year or so in this country. It's the same thing with anti-Semitism. You all know that. All the rock stars that are in here, you are all well aware of the anti-Semitism that has gone on in this country over the last year. It's gotten worse. Our friend gets messages on a daily basis of terrible anti-Semitic things that are thrown at her. We have to stop it. And it's not going to take one day. It's not going to take one year. It's going to take a long time for this to happen. But once again, and I know this community, I know there are great people in this community. Everybody that's here in the chat right now, you all know this. Brett Hankinson, Miles Cosgrove, Jonathan Mattingly, arrest the cops that murdered Breonna Taylor for murdering Breonna Taylor, not the fucking shots that missed. And all of the people that have been a victim of police brutality in this country. We know this. 
We have to continue to spread the word outside of our inner circles and the bubbles in which we live in to educate society. Because here's the reality of it. When everything went went down back after the George, George Floyd murder, I started posting things on Instagram all of the time. I was sharing other people's stories and trying to do my part. I'm a white guy from the Midwest. I, you know, don't know. I'm very ignorant still to a lot of things, but whatever I can do to help, I'm there. Immediately, I started getting backlash from some of my friends that were going, why are you sharing this? Why are you sharing that? That's not your fight. And it's like, no, but here's the deal. The fact of the matter is you don't watch the news. You don't know what's going on in the world because you work a 40 hour a week job and you live in your own bubble. You know, a lot of a lot of my friends are salt of the earth people that work regular, you know, union jobs or, you know, have family businesses. And they're not, you know, nearly as well read with what's going on in the news and especially with social issues. You know, one of my best friends, and I hope he doesn't mind me saying this, I won't say his name. But I remember when Trump and Hillary were, were uh, in the election in 2016, maybe September, October, shortly before the election, he called me up one day and he said, hey, I was standing in line at the grocery store and I saw this magazine article. What's with this email scandal with Hillary Clinton? And I'm like, dude, that's been news for months. But a lot of people that I know, you'd be surprised. They don't watch the news. They get their news from Facebook or Yahoo when they go to check their email. So educating, sharing, that's one thing that I've learned that I can do. And it's caused a lot of flack and it started arguments with some of my friends, but I will do whatever I have to do to do my part. And I encourage everybody here to do the same, not just within our inner circles. You have to share things on social media or whatever platform you see fit, whether it's at your job or whatever. We've got to get it out there. Uh, the French taunter says, as an addict, this sex addict story doesn't play. Deal with your problem. Don't take it out on others. I couldn't agree more. Absolutely. Absolutely. French taunter, 110%. So that's my little rant for you know opening this show at least. And you all know this. I'm preaching to the choir here, but hopefully people stumble upon this channel or some of our friends' channels and hear what needs to be said and these tough conversations that have to be had. And we can move forward as a society and build a better world. We've become the laughing stock of the entire world because of how we have handled COVID-19 over the last year. Let's not continue to be the laughing stock of the world with how we're going to handle gun control and how we're, you know, how Black Lives Matter is going to be handled and everything like that. But uh, by the way, welcome uh, my amazing moderator. He says, Jake Acovetta says, do not forget to go vote for Winston's mom. He's leaving the link in the chat. Uh, once again, I don't know Winston personally, but I know him through uh, friends, friends of mine that know him well. He's trying to do something awesome for his mother with this grant. If everybody can go click on that link right now. It takes three seconds. Just type in your email address and click I'm not a robot and hit enter. It's a great thing somebody's doing to help out a family member. And this community I know can stand up and stand with him. So anyways, Jake says, can't stick around, but we'll watch later. You might want to pin that link. Here's the deal. I still don't know how to pin, pin, pin links yet. That's, uh, let's see, hold on. Nope. Pin, nope, it just wants me to time you out. Okay, we'll figure that out later. Anyways, going to move on. But right out of the gate, I wanted to address all of that. Big Mo also says, yeah, blaming his murdering spree on being a sex addict is total bullshit. You know, what's, you know what else is total bullshit? I'm going to bring this up because I don't want to misquote it. But 
Yes, uh, one of the law enforcement officials said yesterday, and I quote, yesterday was a really bad day for him, and this is what he did. I mean, what the fuck? Are you fucking kidding me? Like, that's what we're, that's, that's what you guys are going to say about this? That is absolutely just the biggest fucking load crock of shit I've ever heard in my entire life. You know, and that's another problem in this country is that it's just... Things are, you, you know, you wake up in the morning and you turn the news on and there's, there's more people that are dead from COVID and there's more hate crimes that are going on and all of these things. And as a society, we have become so fucking numb to it that it's almost like it goes in one ear and out the other. You know, once again, I'll, 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 I'll quote Roxy here. She talks about it all the time when she, she talks about Brett Hankinson, Miles Cosgrove, Jonathan Mattingly, and that she hopes those are not just words you're hearing. But those are statements that are being made that people are able to take in and then share that news and spread that news throughout their communities and educate people. Like I just said 10 minutes ago, there are so many people that I know that don't watch the news and they don't know what's going on in the world because they have their families or they have their girlfriends and they have their jobs and whatever it is. And at the end of the day, they don't have the five, 10 minutes to get, to get uh, woke or, you know, whatever the proper word you want to use is to be educated on what is going on in the world. So by me sharing posts on Instagram and Facebook, et cetera, I feel like that's one step that I can take to try and help, you know, and if there's more things out there that I'm able to do or anybody in this community is able to do, everybody speak up, put it in the comments, put it in the live chat. If there's organizations or causes or things, you know, petitions to be signed, let's do it. Let's do it and let's make this a better fucking country. I know this community and I know I know we can do it. It's it's fucking great. Welcome, Sir Joker, to the chat. Glad to have you here. All right, I'm going to move on because it just it's very upsetting to me. And I know you all know the news, at least the basic facts of what happened yesterday. So my second story that I'd like to cover is the fact that Europe is facing their third wave of COVID in this pandemic. And like I stated at the beginning of the show, they are slightly further behind than we are with the vaccines. But on top of that, and I'm going to AstraZeneca. Okay, that is how you pronounce it. I was scared I wasn't going to be able to pronounce it. I could pronounce it earlier, but then I got nervous that it wasn't going to happen again. AstraZeneca, there are four countries in Europe that have put a pause on using this uh, vaccine drug because they believe it's causing blood clots in some patients. Now that's 37 people out of 17 million thus far. So the numbers, you know, you've got to look at it context wise. It's still far more safer than, you know, a lot of other things are. If there's only, you know, as terrible as that sounds, 37 people out of 17 million. So hopefully they can figure out what the kinks are with this, with this drug. Okay. But the reality of it is, Right now, Italy is facing, uh, they're imposing new lockdowns and Paris, Paris is in France, their ICUs are filling up fast. They're almost full. They're hitting a third wave right now. Why is that scary to America? You know, it's pretty simple. Every time they get another wave, about two or three weeks later, it hits here. So I understand they're ramp ramping up vaccines and everybody's, you know, on these waiting lists and we're trying to get things done. But also the reality of it is I've seen friends of mine post on Facebook over the last week. There are half a dozen people that I know, literally Facebook friends of mine that have vacationed in Florida in the last week. 
No masks in none of the photos, except, and these were people that have taken COVID seriously more or less for the last year. Now, I don't care if they're vaccinated or not. It doesn't fucking matter to me until this is over. I don't care if you're vaccinated. Do your due diligence. Now you're vaccinated. Okay. It's a little safer going to the grocery store. If you want to go socially distance at the movie theater, fine. But why the fuck are people going on vacation already? It's the end of March, you know, maybe in July. Okay. But if you're going to be taking trips on airplanes and shit, just because you're vaccinated, the science has said, we have no idea if you can still be a carrier or not, even though you're vaccinated. They don't have the data. That's going to take months from now, if not a year or so, to have that data. Listen to science. You're vaccinated. Great. Go back home. Be safe going to the grocery store. Go work out. Go to the movie theater. Don't fucking get on an airplane and leave your town. Don't do it. But I've seen people that I know that are in Florida. Bachelorette parties. I Some of my friends are going. One of my best friends is bachelor party this weekend. Is this weekend. I'm not going to it because A, I'm not vaccinated. And B, I haven't fucking sat in my house this goddamn long to get it now and risk it now. Right? So... Uh, French Tantra says, so you've been vaccinated. Have you been decontaminated too? Exactly. I, I, I think I know what that means, but it is what it is about to get vaccinated in a few. Oh, congratulations, Bruce Banner. But once again, I'm sure everybody here knows just because you're vaccinated doesn't mean you can just go do whatever you want. A, we don't know if you can still be a carrier or not. And B, once again, we're almost out of this. If people can just stay the fuck home For like four more months, I don't care if you're vaccinated or you're not vaccinated. Stay the fuck home. Go to the movie theater, socially distance. Go to the gym, socially distance, okay? Stay the fuck home. We're almost done. We're almost out of this. But sure enough, I go on Instagram and I see people's stories and they're in Florida. The fuck are you doing? No masks. You know, it's it's fucking ridiculous. John Bainbridge says, 100% agree, Rob. Absolutely, John Bainbridge. It's ridiculous. And it just, it grinds my gears and it pisses me off. And unfortunately, I I know people that have invited me like, hey, do you want to go to LA? I'm not vaccinated. Well, I'm vaccinated and you'll be fine. Oh, go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself. I can't wait to go to LA when this is over. You have no idea how fucking excited I am to go to Los Angeles. But I'm going to sit here and I'm going to wait four more months until it's the right thing to do. Okay. Now, once again, if you're going to travel within little groups of people and go places, fine, fine. I know some people that have a wedding, you know, weddings coming up, groups, etc. Fine, fine. But people I know, it's not a wedding. It's not a, it's not some huge fucking event. They're just going to get the fuck out of town. There's a difference. There is a difference. And that's the kind of stuff that makes me angry. So weddings, different story, kind of. But, and if you're vaccinated, to go to a small wedding, that's a totally different situation. But if you're just going to fucking lollygag across the country on airplanes because you got nothing better to do, it's a totally different thing. Bruce Banner says, just continue to do your part as we can get out of this. Absolutely. Absolutely. I know I have hot takes sometimes, but it is what it is. And it's nothing personal against anybody. Everybody's allowed to do what they want and travel and do whatever the fuck they want. Just my opinion 
unless it's some big fucking event, if you have to go home because of family circumstances, if there's a wedding that's going on and you know the people that are going to be there are safe, if you have family emergencies that come up, if you have to travel for work, okay, those are all legitimate things. But to just go somewhere, to just go somewhere, we're not there yet. We're not there yet. We're close, but we're not there yet. So as Europe faces their third wave, I'm nervous. I'm nervous that in two to three weeks, because of everything that's been going on the way it's been going on, you know, in Idaho, they were burning masks last week with kids throwing masks in barrels and the legislation from that country was all being interviewed on CNN. And they were like, oh yeah, it's big, big to do, big party. It's like, go fuck yourself. Quote somebody else. Oh boy. Oh boy. All right. So moving on, the next thing that I'd like to cover is Falcon and the Winter Soldier, the MCU. So story broke yesterday, I believe last night, but it was covered earlier this morning. That creator Malcolm Spellman teased in an interview with Entertainment Weekly saying, I can think of three that I'm not allowed to talk about. And the context of that was that the Falcon and the Winter Soldier show that is going to be dropping tomorrow night. By the way, the next 72 hours of my life, not bitching because I love what I'm doing. The next 72 hours are going to be exhausting. We've got, uh, I'll be a part of, I'll be in the chat for the World Girls tonight. I'm working on their highlight reels. I'm hoping to have the first one done within the next 24 hours. Unfortunately, due to some personal things, the last two days, I have not been able to get them done. They will be out soon. Have Snyder Cut dropping tonight, Falcon and the Winter Soldier dropping the following night. I took a pass on working out today, so I'm going to have to work out extra hard tomorrow in a break in the afternoon. I believe Roxy's coming back in some point in the next few days, uh, et cetera, et cetera. It's going to be a lot of fun, but there's a lot of things going on and a lot of moving parts. Big Mo says, as long as you're still taking the proper precautions, it's fine, but some people are just outside with no mask and it's straight up disrespectful. I think... That's a far more accurate and and uh, uh, easier way to put it than my ramblings. I ramble sometimes on this show, and I, if you follow me long enough, you can put the pieces together. But Big Mo saying that saying that uh, saying that uh, is very helpful. That's a really good way to put it. That's a very good way to put it. it that's what, and I think that's what angered me so much was that no masks. All the pictures that I'm seeing are no masks. And it's, it's different if it's if it's just a couple and they're out and about and it's just the two of them and they're staying by themselves or whatever it is that's different. But I, the pictures that I've seen are decent-sized groups of people, like more than 10 or 15, no masks. And that's the stuff. And I know not all of those fucking people are vaccinated. Trust me. I know. Manny Gonzalez says, leaving a like, Rob. Good luck with your show. See you tonight. Thanks a lot, Manny. Uh, yeah. So anyways, back to Falcon Winter Soldier. What I'm excited about is that WandaVision was my number one show MCU-wise that I was pumped for over everything else, over Loki, over Falcon and Winter Soldier, over everything. Now with the announcement of She-Hulk, I'm really excited about that program purely because I think it's going to take things in a different direction, okay? It's going to be a new type of show for the MCU, but Falcon and Winter Soldier, I am now far more excited for. I'm not saying WandaVision was a letdown. I really enjoyed the show as a whole, but 
I think the last four or five episodes were far stronger than the first few. I didn't really care as much for the sitcom thing. I know a lot of people really enjoyed that. Just wasn't my cup of tea personally. But once again, that's what's great about art is that there's something for everyone. So with Falcon and Winter Soldier, the fact that we know right out of the gate that it's going to be tying into three MCU films is the definition of clickbait to watch the show, which I'm totally fine. I'm fine with all of that. I'm really fucking excited about this show now. So my plan is me and Lego are going to be going up on this channel Friday morning. I will have the thumbnail with the link made probably at some point tomorrow night. So you all know what time to tune in and we will be covering it. We're not going to be doing our 3 a.m. reviews anymore because I would rather go to sleep, wake up in the morning, watch the show, take some notes and be fresh at it a little bit more than we were just kind of scrambling to throw something together as soon as it was over. Okay. But this really gets me excited about the program. Let me know what you all think. Would love to know your thoughts in the chat, in the comments afterwards, if you're not watching this live. And if you're able to support here at the Rob Fishbeck uh, channel, network, whatever the fuck we want to call it, streamlabs.com backslash Rob Fishbeck. Much, much, much appreciated. John Bainbridge says, yes, She-Hulk is going to be great. I'm also pumped for What If. What If also looks, looks uh, very amazing as well. You know, and I know that's not going to be directly tying into the MCU, uh, being it being an animated show, et cetera, but it's going to be awesome. Yeah, Bruce Banner says, yes, I'm glad you're learning to get rest, bro. Well, the next 72 hours, I probably won't be getting much. I'll be sleeping on and off. I'll probably just sleep on the couch because it's easier for me to wake up after just a few hours. So moving forward, I want to cover The Bachelor. I know for a fact, not everybody here likes to talk about The Bachelor. And to be completely honest with you, it's a show that I've still never seen. Never watched a single episode of it. But it's important to cover because of a story that had happened a few weeks ago. Once again, we all know that Roxy Stryer covered this on her channel. I'm just your substitute teacher for today. Look at me that way. We're not talking about music. We're not talking about life. We're just, I'm just trying to carry the torch as best I can. For all of my fellow rock stars. So the story broke yesterday that after the finale the other night, Matt James uh, put out a tweet saying, Google therapist near me. And he said Tuesday, the day after the finale and after the final Rose special aired that he is in search of a therapist. Why is that? Well, that is because... Uh, Jamie's season was dramatic, even for The Bachelor. In the final episode, viewers watched him give the final rose to Rachel, only to learn in the after show that he's since ended their relationship. Their breakup came after photos of Rachel, who is white, attending an antebellum-themed party in college, and stories of other racially insensitive behavior surfaced online. Uh, uh, he was the uh, Matt James was the first black Bachelor as well. Now, I'm covering this purely for the fact that, to me, once again, it's posed an interesting situation. One of the reasons I can't stand reality television is because it's not reality. You know, for those of you that have seen my highlight reels that I make, okay, I'll use Jets, for example, Roxy and Jets highlight reel. Individually, they both bring so much to the table. And throughout conversations, they would get in these little, you know, tips just like siblings do. What makes those reels as funny as they are is the way I edit them. It's the two or three seconds that I take from the hour long episode and string them together and throw them out there. 
that's part of what, like they're funny clips on their own, but when you combine all of them together and splice them the way that I do, it can give off a far more humorous effect. And the thing with reality television is that A, a lot of them are coached on what to say and do because also a lot of the people that are going on reality shows are aspiring actors and actresses. They're not salt of the earth people. They're not union plumbers, okay? Those are not the kind of people that are going on these reality shows. Now I see Big Mo in the chat says, I love certain reality shows. I understand that. There's something for everybody, but I'm going somewhere with my point. Okay, most of the time, they are not your average people. Big Brother, I think, is a little bit different and Survivor and more of these ensemble type shows. But I know a lot of them literally cast people that are aspiring actors and actresses. Okay, so they're going on there to try and get famous, just like any of the salt of the earth people that they bring on there as well. So they want to do outlandish and crazy things because they want to get noticed because they want to get famous just like anybody else. So that is one situation right out of the gate. B, a lot of them are coached. The producers that are running the show, it's not totally realistic. It's set up. There are scenes that are set up the way they're set up to get views and to make them interesting, right? But then thirdly, just like a movie or a television show or a highlight reel from a YouTube program, the magic happens in the editing room. You know, one of the reasons Curb Your Enthusiasm works so well is it's kind of like a sketch, uh, skeleton script, and they fill in the blanks and they do a couple of takes. And in the editing room, they cut it together to make this story and make the episode work, just like anything else. So, all that being said, these shows are filmed in advance. So it's not like this happened just the other night and now we're seeing the after effects. This story about her broke a few weeks back, okay? After all of this was filmed. So now that it's coming out that they've already split up, to me, it's like, what was the fucking point of watching the show? You know, why, why am I watch? Why am I investing so much time to watch this, uh, sensationalized television program to know that as soon as it ended, the relationship didn't work out anyways, right? Which they usually don't. Okay. You're not really finding true love. So that's my little rant on reality television and the bachelor situation in general. Now I will say this next season, I'm going to give it a shot. The next season of The Bachelor, I am going to watch it. I'm going to watch it for a few reasons, but one of them is I truly believe that, it, you know, to sit here and talk shit about a show, which I'm not specifically doing, having never seen it isn't really fair. And there's a lot of people that work very, very hard on these programs to put food on the table and pay their bills. So for me, next season from day one, I'm going to give the show a chance. I will watch the whole season. And then I think I will have a much better understanding and perspective about the program as a whole. But I wanted to cover the story purely for the fact that it's fucked up. It's fucked up the whole situation, right? By the way, in the chat, another one of my amazing moderators. Welcome, Brandy. Welcome, welcome. And Big Mo says, I certainly love, or, I, I love certain reality shows. I'd love to know what reality shows you specifically do watch. Because um, he says he can't stand the Bachelor kind of shows. Oh, he's saying Brandy. Can't stand the Bachelor shows. My sister here in the chat says, me either. Sir Joker says, a lot of people can't handle interracial relationships, mostly because their families and friends cannot deal with it. And that puts pressure on the people. 
I understand. I understand that. And it's, it, it's unfortunate that we live in 2021 and that's still a thing. I truly believe with, I truly believe over the next 20 years that really will go away uh, just because of the way, you know, the older people are, are going, <laughs> they're going out and the younger people are getting older and being the ones that are leading this nation. So I am optimistic, even though, uh, you know, these terrible things go on. Brandy says I'm not a Bachelor fan. Of course. Of course. All right. So as a funny side story that I did want to cover, there was, and this is a, this is, this is some inside baseball right here. Okay. There was a 50 foot whale spotted that was off its migration path, uh, spotted in the San Francisco Bay earlier. And I read the story and I just started laughing hard out loud while I was laying in bed and taking notes for the show this morning. Obviously, it was on its way to San Diego. I mean, obviously, the whale was like, I got to go to the whale's vagina. Do, do, do. So I wanted to cover that. I know it's really not that funny, but I thought it was fucking hilarious. I'm going to be completely honest with you all. Huh, Big Mo says, listen, I love Jersey Shore and Florida Bama Shore. Laughing my ass off. Definitely shows you won't like. I respect them. I respect them. Uh, mostly because there's, you know, once again, there's a lot of people that work hard on those programs. They're just not for me. And I just, you know, it is what it is. Uh, Sir Joker says, but a lot of these ideals are passed along. I know that's, what's unfortunate. It's very unfortunate. Brandy says, I watched the masked singer. I know, I know there's a, there's a lot of reality programs out. This is not my cup of tea, but I respect the shit out of them. I respect all the people that work on them and work their asses off on making these shows happen. 110%. So I'm just not a big, even like I've tried watching some of those HGTV shows and it's like, that's not, that's not, that's not accurate. Like you never see them doing any work. It's like, oh man, we got to tear this kitchen apart. And then it cuts to commercial and it comes back. It's like, oh, the kitchen looks so pretty. And it's like, yeah, it took five fucking days. Like they had a whole team of, they had a whole demo crew that came in there and knocked all that shit down and fucking started from scratch. I, I think that's why I don't, I think that's what, what makes me angry about it is that I'm some, I'm one of those, like, um, actually, I'm one of those, like, I like to have all my facts straight and all that kind of stuff. And I think there's a lot of people that watch those shows and don't know that a lot of it's scripted. And I think that's why, I think that's why I get upset about it because there's a lot of people that don't know, you know, it's, it's the whole watch this hand while the other hand, you know, it's a magic trick. It's magic. Now, HGTV be doing work right. I know. I The majority of the time, yes. But sometimes, from what I've always noticed, some of these shows, it's like, oh, man, like, oh, this nightmare of a kitchen. And then, like, you know, oh, ripping down the drywall. You know, I just, I, I like riffing on it. Brandy says, just wanted to pop in and say hi. I have a six-year-old that's demanding my attention right now. Well, Brandy, you get back to your six-year-old. We'll see you later. Thanks for stopping by. Sir Joker says, I watched Selling Sunset, and I started watching Little House Hunters. Ha, ha, ha. Yeah. I watched The Gaineses for a while, Fixer Upper. Definitely my, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, definitely my kind of show. Uh, Glenn Caesar says, the Atlanta shooter, not going to say his name, has been charged with murder. Good. I'm glad. I'm glad that's happening. Thank you for breaking the news for us. Big Mo also says, Discovery Plus is such a great streaming service, has tons of great shows. I'll definitely be sure to check that out. I think we're going to get that app when it's available. 
appear on our televisions. All right, everybody, I'm going to be getting out of here. I want to thank everyone. Oh, by the way, ooh, wow, Legoland's here. I think most people know. They just don't care. Happy birthday to my fucking awesome co-host, amazing friend, and moderator, Legoland, here in the chat. She popped out of nowhere. I didn't, I didn't think she was going to be around today, but she's here. So anyways, we're going to wrap things up. If you have any more questions, comments, and concerns, throw them in the chat now while I do my segue into the outro. Oh, uh, Glenn Caesar says, also Myers Leonard, Myers Leonard, not to be confused with the awesome Leonard Kim, who just subscribed to my YouTube channel, which I just got an email about that. Glenn Caesar says, also Myers, Myers Leonard has been traded from the Miami Heat to the Oklahoma City Thunder. Ooh, that's, hey, sports talk. Uh, so other people that are far more qualified to talk about that than me, but I'm glad. Thank you for sharing that story. Yeah, that's a Wolf City situation if I've ever heard one. Uh, Wolf City. Wolf, Wolf, Wolf City. Shout out to Legoland. She's the fucking best. Uh, all right, everyone. I'm going to be getting out of here. I'm going to do my closeout, which is similar to our friends, but a little bit different. Brett Hankinson, Miles Cosgrove, Jonathan Mattenly, arrest the cops that killed Breonna Taylor for killing Breonna Taylor, not the fucking shots that missed. And for everyone else who's been a victim of police brutality in this nation, Say their names, say them all the time, speak up about it. Uh, I'm going to butcher her quote, but I wish I could go back and find it because it's, or I'll just ask her because it's one of the best quotes that I've ever heard. Uh, our friend Roxy said that, you know, being, being a bystander and not, and being somebody that's not, that doesn't do anything and, and being a bystander is, is just as bad as the person that's, that's committing it or doing the wrong thing. And I believe that. I truly do now. So I want to thank everybody for joining me. You can find me all over the place on social media at Rob Fishback and on Instagram at Rob underscore Fishback. Got Snyder Cut stuff coming up, uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier stuff coming up. Me and Lego will be doing our stereo show tomorrow back at our normal time. We are doing greatest opening scenes from films. Hopefully Roxy will be back in the next few days. Until then, I will continue to go live for you guys at her normal hour. Not as a martyr, not as an opportunist, but somebody that truly loves this community and will do anything that they can to carry the torch of the awesome fucking person that we all know and love. Remember to fluff your pillows. Do not flush your pillows. Check your internet. Blow on it first. Check in on your friends. Do whatever you have to do to get that 1% better, that 1% happier each and every day. Put the toilet lid down. We know about them plumes. Make your bed. Stay safe. Be well. Stop Asian hate. Black Lives Matter. We'll see you all soon. Take it easy.